All right, thank you so much indeed for all of the voice notes that have come through. I, I do believe that uh, technically we are back sound as things were meant to have been. Uh, but nonetheless, we will not waste energy on that. The, the one thing that I'm still very excited about, and we'll take as many of your voice notes as possible. As I said, it's Reaction Monday. It's always a beautiful part of the week. Um, Julio the Beast Bianchi. Thank you so much for your patience. I have no idea. I think somebody doesn't want me to talk to you. <laughs> Beast, good evening. How are you doing, man? Good evening, Robert. It's a huge uh, honor and a privilege for me to do this and to be here. I'm fantastic in itself. Oh, man. How did you sleep last night? I mean, before we got cut off, I, I was trying to describe, you know, not too many people are exposed to what you're exposed to in terms of, you know, FIFA E, World Sports and, 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 and E-gaming and so on and so on. But how did you sleep last night knowing the journey that's lying ahead of you? Yeah, I think uh, firstly, I, I didn't want to sleep, <laughs> to put it that way. <laughs> I wish uh, I could stay up all night and just enjoy the moment. But yeah, it was, it was a surreal feeling. Uh, it's something that hasn't completely sunk in yet, to be honest. I'm getting so many messages. Uh, my phone blew up. I'm trying to respond to everyone. And uh, yeah, just creating history is something that I always wanted to do. It's something I always wanted to achieve. And uh, I can only thank God that it, that it materialized. Oh, you know, what I said earlier was that, I mean, your qualification, meaning that a player from Africa is going to be at the E-World Cup for the very first time in FIFA eSports history. Now, when you look at that, the beast, when you look at that alone, you already have made history. No matter when and how, no matter how many years down the line, no matter how many yeah. centuries down the line, that can never, ever change. Surely you have an opinion on just how you have set history and made history and really propelled your name and your craft. 100%. Um, like I always uh, say as well, it's a, it's a moment in time that can never be erased. And that's what uh, makes it so special. Um, it's all my hard work, my blood, sweat and tears I've put into into the game of football, the game that I love. Uh, obviously, going from actual football to, you know, sacrificing real football for, for esports. And uh, just it paying off is... That feels amazing. Feels special. It's something I always wanted to give back to my family, to my team for all their trust, support, and belief in me. And uh, yeah, this weekend I, I felt like I had a whole nation, a whole continent supporting me, and it made me. I, I told my my team as well. It made me feel as as if though I can achieve anything. You know, people believed in me more than. I believed in myself at times, and it made me feel invincible that I could conquer anything. And I'm so thankful for everyone's support, everyone's messages, phone calls before, after the game. That is what really carried me through, and it was incredible. The moments that happened, it felt mm -hmm. like the Aguero moment when Manchester City won the title. Yes. So it was really, I couldn't explain it. I just You had to just soak it in and watch it. It was really special, and I, I really don't think anything like that will ever happen again for a very long time. Julio, tell me, though, I mean, was there that driving force? You know, sometimes people put something or an individual, whether it could be a parent, it could be a role model, it could be 
a driving force that says, you know what, I am doing this. I am pushing myself for this because of this motivation. Do you have that one thing that has been pushing you, motivating you, wanting you to achieve? Yeah, definitely. I think it's my parents. They've always been there for me. They always believed in me in everything that I've done, whether it was at school, whether when I was playing real football. It's just they've always been there for me. Whenever they they can, they would come and support me. And I just want to make them so happy and so proud and just make my family carry out our surname as high as I can, fly the flag high, the country's flag. And then also, I just want the whole world, I always wanted the whole world to recognize South Africa and Africa for what we really are. There's so many talented individuals, not just in esports, but in many sports categories and all over in general. So for me, it's just all about showcasing what we're really about and getting our name out there so that one day when I'm done playing, you know, I, I basically created a new path or a new journey for younger players and younger teens to come through and express themselves and show the world what they're made of. So that is my job. And as soon as I'm done, I know many future, you know, kids can, can also grab this opportunity and make a good career out of it. Oh, I mean, and you've been so involved, you know, when, when, when I'd been tracking you in the build-up to this weekend and, and saw your involvement with the FIFA Global Series, the FIFA um, E-Club, the, you know, the World Cup, the FIFA E-Nations Cup, you know, yeah. the E-World uh, Cup itself. I mean, all of this, this season... You've been able to participate in all of that. Keep your focus within this global pandemic. You had that focus. You never got exhausted. Every competition, tournament yeah. was taking you to a different level. That's that's true. And also what makes it more special was this week I was writing June exams. I mean, my fourth year counting at CPUT in Cape Town. So I, I basically didn't prepare for this tournament at all. I wrote four papers this past week. And then I also wrote today, and I'm writing tomorrow, so it's really difficult being able to manage it and being able to balance it out. So I went in there with a free mind and free spirit to say I'm going to give it my best. That's how people know me. I give everything I have until the last second. And just while playing, everyone's belief, like I mentioned to you, saying they believe I can do it, I can make it. And no one has ever done it before. So to be able to get over the line, it's just... Uh, just that n- national pride and just that support was uh, just unbelievable. Do you think there might be a swing, though, uh, Julia, when you look at the competition levels? Uh, I mean, I, l- I look at the Middle East, particularly Saudi Arabia, and, and, and their dominance. And, and here's this yeah. kid from Africa now coming in. Um, do you think eventually there would be that shift, the more global appeal? And I think the more we get exposed to it from not only just South Africa, but the continent as a whole. Yeah, definitely. I think there's lots of talented players, not just even in South Africa. There's Ivory Coast, Senegal, Nigeria as well, many other countries that I've seen talented players that I'm following on social media as well. But not all of them are included in the global series with FIFA. So it's currently in Africa, it's only South Africa that's included in the the world stage basically so hopefully we can get more inclusion and involvement for other african countries as well but i do think there's a shift coming in the in the next few years i honestly believe that i believe we have the talent it's all about getting the opportunity and the exposure being able to to you know to showcase what you can do on the 
bigger stage of them all. So hopefully with me doing this, achieving this, and many other players in the future, I'm sure it will uh, basically pave a way for future talents to come through and show the world what South Africa and Africa is all about. What do we need? What do we need to try to get to the, the, this nation uh, to really open up and be a bit more exposed to this? Yeah, I think when we compare to Europe and, and South and North America, especially Asia as well, esports and gaming in general is so huge. It's just There's just so much involvement. We need much more tournaments. We need more sponsors to come through to host tournaments, to sponsor players, to sponsor esports organizations so that uh, people are really interested in forming teams and players are really excited to also join teams. And then something we've been working on as well is starting an early involvement in, in, in basically in school programs, trying to implement esports in school now for, for kids growing up 12, 13 years old, so that we can start them from a young age. So hopefully with that, you know, kids will be more aware of what esports really is about, how to get into a team, how to sign up for a tournament, all these things. But I think, yeah, most importantly, it's just all about getting that regular how can I say, the, the regular practice to play tournaments against the best players in the world, getting that platform, the structure ready, so that we have this more or less the same structure as overseas or first world countries that would, that would obviously allow us to, to, to get that opportunity to play on the biggest stage. And then once we get there, it's all about just proving what we already know or what we've already implemented so that we don't get there and then we don't know what it's like to play against the best players in the world. It shouldn't be something strange. We should get there more often and get that type of practice more often and more regularly. Mm -hmm. So that is something we're trying to do. Oh, man. Tell me about that crazy final minute of extra time. (laughs) (laughs) You're a brave man, aren't you? (laughs) That was unbelievable, I swear. So I was basically three goals down. In the loser's bracket, meaning if I lost a game over two legs, obviously. If I lost a game, I would have been out, so there was absolutely no room for error. First leg, I'm down three, no? And uh, obviously, I had to make a comeback. Second game, I'm up three goals to zero as well. So it's 3-3 on aggregate after the first half. So I'm playing a bit more cautious because he can feel that, obviously, momentum is shifting and changing in my favor. And I'm, we, go into, we go into extra time. And I'm literally holding possession. I'm keeping possession of the ball, trying to create the last chance of the game. And then I end up losing the ball on the under the 19th minute. And I just saw his striker running through and I couldn't stop it. And it was literally like the commentator said, it's a heartbreak for every South African fan. As it was a 2v1 and he scored. And then from kickoff, I had no other opportunity. And it wasn't, a, it wasn't like me pulling a rabbit out of the hat. I actually practiced that move. I told myself I was going to do it only when I really needed it. And there was literally no time left. So just kicked it to the left back, let Ronaldo run into the box because he's the best in the air. Yes. Hit it all the way into the box. And then, thank God, it went into the net. 75-yard cross to Ronaldo. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, when when you say that it's something that you had kept... You know, when somebody keeps a little secret, that little yeah. weapon, that little armory for the end, and, and, and you did exactly that. But you know what? My man, Bianchi, you, you know, you, you, you go straight into with the World Cup ticket in your hand, 
Um, hey, I believe also you have some bucks there, my friend. Eh? US yeah. dollars. Hey? Yeah, no, that's no, right. No $20,000. Twenty thousand US dollars, as well. But you know what? It, it's history. It's pride. And it's about putting South Africa on the map. It's about putting yourself, your hard work, as well on the map. And I want to thank your family. If they're listening, I just want to thank them so, so very much indeed for keeping you motivated. For keeping you. You know, when it comes to focus, it's not always easy because there are downtimes. And for them to have yeah. always stimulated you. Each and every time, I really, really want to thank them on behalf of the entire South Africa that's listening right now on Metro FM as well as Radio 2000. And uh, I hope it's not the last time I chat to you. You are an absolute, absolute superstar. You're a motivation to many, many kids out there, adults, you name it, just human beings in terms of the art of achievement, success, goals, and history. And I want to thank you so, so much indeed, Beast, for chatting to us tonight. And also just to thank you for your patience. Uh, it's a huge honor, Rob. Honestly, for me, it's a dream come true. I'm living, I'm living my dream. And I'm going to give it my best shot in August. I know I will have everyone's support yet again. Hopefully, I can make the nation and the continent proud again. And yeah, I'm just really grateful for the opportunity. And yeah, thank you to oh. everyone that's supported me and helped me along the way. I love a good story. I love achievement. And Julio, the beast, Bianchi, thank you so much indeed. All the best. And we're going to be tracking you down in terms of uh, what happens from here moving forward.